Hello, everyone. Welcome again to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my long cast, featuring the open-minded musings of two early 40s curmudgeons, although in a few years, I guess we're going to be in our mid-40s. Uh, we're staring down the prospect of entertainment relevance. I am your co-host, Bill William Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, and I'm joined by Mr. Noah Noah Tarno of the Big Quiz Thing. <laughs> That's my nickname. I prefer to be. My name is Noah, but I go by Noah, so thank you very much. Today's topic is a portmanteau <laughs> word. The word is athleisure, which is yes. preposterous, and it is like battery acid poured into the left ear. Uh, athleisure is a type of sportswear... Uh, intended originally to be worn at the gym or during some sort of physical activity, but has increasingly become daily garments for many people. Athleisure outfits are, you know, yoga pants, tights, leggings, uh, you know, halter tops. Track band- suits. Track suits. Let's track suits, exactly. Track suits, right? yeah. Looks like athletic wear are characterized as fashionable, pretty much dressed up sweats and exercise clothing. So, very simple. I think you all know what we're talking about. We're talking about Lululemon. We're talking about Athleta. We're talking about Under Armour. We're talking about any number of things that are out there. I think uh, I think I find it interesting that Nike is a big name in this trend because I still think of Nike when we were kids as just sneakers, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. it just shows how I mean I think more than most other businesses, fashion brands have, have always changed over time. Like slightly off topic, but I remember when we were kids, Banana Republic was that wacky store in the mall with the the stuffed tigers and you know clothes that you pretend you're wearing if you're in an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, Goya Bear and, shirts with like right. loud prints. Yeah. And then some point in the 90s, it became like, you know, like... Preppy wear. Preppy, metrosexual. Well, uh, there's my my intro. I was going to ask you, what do you think of this whole crazy-ass, wacky shit we're talking about here? I think it's important to point out that this, unless I'm mistaken, this is the first fashion trend that we've tackled on the show. Hmm, I believe you may be correct in that assessment. So I am going to, a lot of my perspective on this would probably be just as applicable if we talked about anything fashion. And I think I need to come right out at the start and say that I am not into clothes at all. Clothes for me are very functional. I mean, you're, I, a, I you're like, a nudist. We all know that. Yeah, I'm a nudist. <laughs> and what, no. So I'm not, I mean, you know, I like looking good. And, and certainly in my job, I wear eye-catching jackets and... I'm proud of that, and I consider that a, a hallmark of my performances. But clothes for me are more about function than than form. So I am, v- on top of that too, I am very cynical about the entire fashion industry. I realize that this will offend a lot of people's sensibilities, but I think it's 90% bullshit. When you, wait, hang on a second. When you say fashion industry, do you mean like garments in general? Uh, anyone who makes clothes of any sort? Or are you talking about like haute couture? No, I mean, look, we haute couture, I mean... People who treat fashion like an art, I guess is my point. Look, we need clothes. I'm not saying we should all be free and we should walk around in loincloths. You know, like jeans are a brilliant invention. And I can see where a pair of jeans looks good and a shirt with a cool collar and blah, blah, blah. But the importance to which people ascribe fashion, I find to be 90% bullshit. Like, I don't understand what fashion is about other than people stroking their own egos all right so so how does that and, and, and how does that how does that i know I'm, I'm, this is just my disclaimer about me being <laughs> okay yeah, an yeah, incredible yeah. fashion cynic and then on top of that i worked for many years in uh the magazine business i was a magazine editor and as part of that not always but often i would deal with fashion editors and have to edit uh like fashion credits for a photo shoot 
And I remember one time being very annoyed when like we had to give a designer credit for a t-shirt. And I said, I'm sorry, this person did not invent the t-shirt. Never mind that the photo, you could just see like a tiny corner of a black shirt. Like what, how big is this person's ego that they need their name credited for the t-shirt? I mean, my God, why don't we credit the, the girl in the Indonesian sweatshop who sewed it? She did, she did more work than the guy who said, I'm going to make a black t-shirt. Like, give me a fucking break. So I'm very cynical about fashion to begin with. At leisure, I think you're going to hate it from another angle. Uh, I hate it because there, there does seem to me the lowering of standards that like people wearing, you know, sweatpants in public, which I mean, I'll wear sweatpants when I go to the gym and it's not that wearing sweatpants in public is automatically bad. There's definitely some sign of the degradation of standards. I mean, I, I was in fact reading something the other day that was like, all right, if you're depressed, here are things you should do to fight depression. Like, eat something even if you're not hungry. Get out of bed even if you don't want to get out of bed. And one of them was don't wear sweatpants in public. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like here's the way you fight depression don't wear sweatpants in public and i think about like people i knew in college who were just the most pathetic people and they would walk around in sweatpants all day so yeah. you know and then there's the poser aspect of if you're gonna wear athletic clothes you better be a fucking athlete if not yeah. you're pretending to be someone you're not you know like the guy in high school who wears the the, tr the track team letter jacket without the letter because he hasn't earned the letter yet trying to fool people he's a he's a he's an athlete I, I have an aversion to posers and these clothes seem to poke at that aversion and bother me so and also i don't like elitists and there seems something elitist about it like all these articles about oh it's a trend and looking hot in these clothes and the original athleisure was you know riding wear and jodhpurs and Ooh, things like that. wow, that's a good point. Putting aside even that you have to be rich to wear clothes like that, like, look, it, it, you can look good walking around in yoga pants and tracksuits, but you got to be fit, right? You got to look like an athlete. Yeah. And the majority of Americans who don't look like that, you know, it just makes them look worse. It, look, it makes them look like they're depressed. I have no use for this whatsoever, and it bothers me on multiple levels. What about you, Bill? All right, that's awesome. No, no, you're, you're, <laughs> those are all great points. It's funny because we were discussing this off mic beforehand, but I um, am not, I, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of haute couture because I don't understand high fashion. Yeah, but, but I, you, I you do, care about how you look. Can you spend money on your clothes? Way more than me. I do, but it's not just the money part because the, the money, definitely money, spending money on your clothes definitely, I think, gets you nicer clothes. There's no doubt about that. But there's also the delectation. There's also the um, refining the sense of what you do with self-expression and... Um, I look at dressing myself, and I have, and I'll, I'll buttress this by saying that um, in 2003, I lost 50 pounds. And the things you could do with a 50-pound lighter body with clothes is certainly a lot more than you could do with a 50-pound heavier body. So a lot of doors were open to me when I lost weight. And I'm not, I'm not slim by any means, but um, it's harder to dress a 285-pound guy than a 235-pound guy. I took it as a license to self-express every day. When I would go into, uh, get out of the shower, and I'd go into my closet, and I'd look before I was going to my office job and say, what am I going to look like today? And I think I've had that feeling every single day since I started doing that, probably around 2003, 2004. 
I really like the sense of self-expression. I really like editing the clothes I'm wearing. And yeah, I do pay attention to how I look. Now, again, maybe that, like you said, that's a preamble to what other people are doing. And I'm not going to comment on people's bodies. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't, we, we can have this conversation without it being about whether people are fat or skinny or, or tone or anything like that. It's this idea that you're grabbing something that is a uniform smock. Uh, it's just, it happens, it happens, it happens to be a lycra smock. It's the same one that everybody has. And you could, you can hem and haw about the differences between yoga pants from one brand to the next, whether, whether Nikes are any better or Athleta is any better or Lululemons, but it's essentially the same thing. And it's the uniformity. It's two things for me. People are engaging in this uniformity of dress where a idea becomes communicable amongst people, especially in an urban environment like New York. The preface is that I'm looking out my door and seeing 8 million people every day, and the 8 million people are going to be a hyper-concentrated exhibition of behavior in ways that it might not be in places where the population is more sparse. But in New York, the legging, if I saw the legging on Monday, whatever year that was, and I thought, that's preposterous. That's ridiculous. That woman (laughs) is obviously not going to the gym. She just decided to get lazy, and she's passing this off as if she's going to the gym, but is just actually going on her daily routine and and is wearing gym clothes. It's She's eschewing structure. She's eschewing anything that doesn't have an elastic band, and she's just phoning in something that is put pants on, legs, outdoor, go, me, and walk. If that was ridiculous on Monday, by the time Wednesday rolled around, 5,000 other people were wearing the same thing. It had transmitted itself like a virulent sneeze. Isn't that the root of fashion? Like, fashion, literally the word fashion in fashion means it's what the collective unconscious decides is acceptable or good or attractive at this moment. Yeah, sure. Fashion, ha- I mean, even even fads among art, you could argue, well, it, it stirs something in the soul. You know, mm-hmm. it, I don't just like this music because it's what's fashionable at the moment. I like this music because it makes me feel something I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes people criticize, like, well, no one really likes this. They just like it because they think it's cool. But fashion, I feel like, has no basis other than we think it's cool. Right, a, a consensus. You mean like a group? Right, consensus? exactly. So, like, I feel like you're going to criticize the entire concept of fashion if you're just going to say, "Well, people only wear leggings because other people wear leggings." Well, well right. there, there are some people that don't wear leggings, and again, I could say that the the leggings nation with a capital L and a capital N to me is preposterous. Uh, it's, and it's, that, it's 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 seceding from the United States any day. Now. It is. It has its own yeah. currency and its own yeah. theme song Jeez. and whatnot. But yeah. but. Uh, the fact that everybody picks the same thing to wear in a nation, in a, a culture which is supposed to be, as ours, so predisposed towards individualism. And yet that's a fucking lie. But, Bill, and- I mean— so every man who wears a suit is guilty of the same crime? No, but what if you wore a different suit? What if you, if a suit is something that, and now that's actually a good point because amongst women, women have, let's think of a class. And if a woman is sort of quote unquote, what you'd say, dressing up, a woman has a billion different options. Right, right. A man has actually like four Just options. Yes. Um, you know, a woman well, could wear. But know, that's a newer concept. It is a newer 1800s, concept. 1800s. Women's women's clothing options were much more restricted. They were, were frocks, frocks and bonnets. Right. You're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong. But in yeah. today's, let's say today's post-1950s, 1960s landscape, a man, at the Oscars, a man is still only going to be wearing a, a tuxedo, a suit of some right. sort. And a woman right. could wear any number. I'm not saying that this is a complaint. I'm just saying this is a flexibility that uh, women sartorially have that men don't yeah. necessarily God, have. Women, women have it so easy in our culture. They have every <laughs> advantage. 
So unfair. But but the we, war on men continues. We are. Uh, it's a it's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt yeah, on it's men. It's a witch hunt. It's a warlock hunt. It's a warlock hunt. Yeah. But we are. Uh, <laughs> Constantly reaffirming this idea that it's a society of individualists when if you look out your door, all everybody's doing is tribally wearing the same right. costume yeah. that affirms that you're a member of the same tribe. Yeah, yeah. but we That's, all do it. We all do it. I don't do it. I don't yes, do it. Yes, you do. I yes, don't do it. Yes, you do, man. How, how do, do I do this? You wear the blazer over the button-down shirt. You wear yeah. the... The pants that are available in a store that other men wear, you wear fine, fine. You're not going out in the fucking, you know, you're not going out in a clown suit every day. You are dressing like a American citizen of the early 21st, American male citizen of the early 21st century. But that's so nonspecific. It's specific, yes, uh, you, but it's you nonspecific. You think it's nonspecific, but you're not dressing like a Laplander. A Swomi farmer? No, I'm not. Yeah. The idea that if you're wearing leggings, you look like a tribe of the minute. You are picking something that is yeah, such a, you are. a flashy pan. Or, you know, especially the guys in... Tra- like, uh, I, this is, I had this fear that if we start talking about leggings, what that is, that's like hammering women's fashions. I think that's unfair. And also, I think it's unnecessary because there's plenty of room to, to slam men for getting yes. into, you know, sweatpants nation, flip-flop yes. nation, the idea that yeah. everybody is just eschewing structure, they're eschewing form. There's this idea that I'm not going to ever wear a belt again. Everything has to have an elastic waistband, and I'm not going to touch anything with any structure whatsoever. I want to look like uh, the slouchy man thing from the swamps of the nexus of all realities, you know? It's like, <laughs> that's where these people are coming from. It's not so much the what they choose, because, yes, obviously, I look like the character class, the Dungeons & Dragons character class you just spat out. And there may be fewer of me than there are leggings and sweatpants guys, uh, but there still are enough of me to, to ca- classify as a, as a group, a block. Right. But it's the idea that everybody picks the same thing at the same time. It's almost scary to me that groupthink, in a small, insidious way, could take over so quickly. And you can see uh, the communication of ideas winds up being so insidious that this, this could be pants today, and it could be some stupid idea like flat earth tomorrow. I think that's been a problem since time. Maybe not even a problem. I think that's an aspect of human society mm-hmm. that is never going away. And, you know, it's funny. Leggings especially, I think more about children. And I think children, I discovered this recently, little girls or like preteen girls, um, leggings are like a staple of their wardrobe yeah. these days. But and I, I don't, a I don't think they were, girl too. right. I don't, but no, like more so like when I was a kid, I wore jeans every fucking yes. day. Yes. I mean, the yes. only time yes. I didn't wear jeans is when I had to quote unquote dress up mm-hmm. and I wore jeans and like a t-shirt every day. Yes. And Children, I think, are more circumscribed, partly because they don't dress themselves, or even if they want to, like a girl who's into fashion, you know, she's at the whims of her parents. Everyone wearing clothes within a certain circumscribed description within a society, within a culture, is a sign that we're all going to, you know, like, sign on to, like, death camps anytime soon. (laughs) Athleisure is about the melding of your life in the gym with your life out on the street. And it really serves two functions. It's about looking as stylish as you possibly can while you're working out, but also bringing that love and that passion for fitness out as a badge of self-expression in your everyday life. So Noah Tarno, why the hell is this popular? Well, two reasons. One, I think people do want something easier in life. Well, three reasons. Two bad, one good. 
The bad ones are people are lazy and this shit is easy. That's one. Two is, I think for about 25, 30 years now, people have wanted to express that they're active and healthy without necessarily doing it. Diet fads, organic food that isn't really organic, you know? I'm drinking bottled water, you know, the, the kind of astroturfing of living a healthy lifestyle. Right. You know, M McDonald's saying, like, they have healthy food, you know? It's just yeah. stuff like that. But the good thing is we are losing some of our pretensions. We are becoming a more small-D democratic society. I think one reason people think they like Donald Trump is that, oh, he's a regular guy. He says he says it like it is, and he's not an elitist. And while I don't like that language, and obviously I think he's beyond trashy as a human being and dangerous and all the other things, but is it really important that people wear a three-piece suit? Is it really important that people speak with proper grammar? I mean, there are a lot of pretensions that have been shed away in recent decades. And I think on balance, those are good things. Some of them I can get behind. Others I can't. I feel like I don't want people to have to compulsorily adhere to an unfair standard that's put down by right. a, a cultural right. Mandarin. You're, I, you're right. absolutely right about that. Because at one point or another, look, as a white guy, I, a middle-class white guy, I have obviously been on the, the, the angel side of the cultural Mandarin. So it's easy for me to say. But I don't think people should have to adhere to a standard laid down by somebody else, unless it's a speed limit or, you know, law or something. Well, right, right. No, you, an arbitrary like standard. An and arbitrary. as I said before, fashion is essentially arbitrary, if you yeah, think it is. Yeah, However, yeah. I think this is popular because it allows people to abandon effort. And I don't think it's, I don't think there's, yes. And I, I don't think there's, I don't think it's yeah, any more complicated than that to me. And this is my own myopia. You can, you can pillory me for this. You can, you can bring a lot of sociology, which to me, I think you're making excellent points, but I am just, I have a black bag of anger and uh, dyspepsia over my head. And all I could see is that this is an abandonment of effort and people merely want to put in the least amount of effort to get the most yield. And, and, and I want people to want to wear a three piece suit. I don't want them to have to. I don't right. want it compulsory. I want them to want to. And I, I, and I don't mean a three-piece suit, but I mean whatever the equivalent is for whatever that means, that is something I like seeing. It's an aspiration. It's an effort. It's, it's delectation. Right. It's a choice. Well, it's self-expression. But, but it's something you want. Mm -hmm. And if yes. there's one, if there's one at root criticism I have of too many Americans these days, it's that they have this infantile idea that they think what they want should be the law, right? Like just because you like something doesn't mean it should be the rule. And you, you sent me that article about that story that I actually remember hearing about. So it was like 2005 or something when the girls' national North, Northwestern team... University's lacrosse okay, team, yeah, Northwestern University female lacrosse team they won some national championship and they were invited to the white house and there's a big photo of all of them with george w bush uh who was president at the time of course and it caused a stir because all these girls in these in this photo were seen wearing flip-flops and people are like oh my god you meet with the president and you wear flip-flops that's a shame blah 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 and look i wouldn't wear flip-flops to meet with the president in that article you sent me people made a point they're like look these women weren't wearing clothes with with like pizza stains on them their hair was combed, you know? They were comporting themselves with dignity and respect. Why are flip-flops... And, and you even say, oh, they were nice flip-flops. They weren't the pieces of shit you buy at CVS on your way to the beach. 
why is it wrong? I mean, really, why is it wrong to wear flip-flops to go to the White House? What is the actual reason it's wrong? Because it's you might as well be walking around barefoot. It's inappropriate, unhygienic, unsanitary footwear completely. Why? Why? It's it's maladroit for living inside why? any urban environment. The flip-flop. Why? why? I'm, I'm telling you exactly why. It's 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 inappropriate to me. I can't see. But what any, makes it inappropriate? It's inappropriate because it's unhygienic. It's unsafe to the wearer. But the idea that the uh, the flip flop is becoming an all weather and environment, you know, not even a shoe. It's just some object you step into on the way to your house. This is what you wear in place, no matter if whether it's snowing out because people wear fucking flip flops here in New York in the snow. Whether it's raining out, whether you're walking in a construction site over broken glass, over streets lined with dog feces and urine and excrement and human vomit, people wear flip-flops yeah. here come hell or high water. And it's and it says to me that when you wear flip-flops, it means that you expect the world is going to conform to your comfort. I think you're reading way too much into it. No, that. no, no. I, I am. I am. I have been here since since the minute I saw this. Since the minute I, I came to New York, and I saw people walking around broken asphalt strewn broken. Broken bottle New York in thin flip-flops thinking so what you are in a fucking fantasy cloud if you think you could practically be barefoot in this city which is just filled with hazards everywhere it's preposterous all right well that's their problem right it's their problem but it offends me and very few things offend me but this this is one thing I've chosen to offend me all right well just because it offends you just because it it violates your preferences. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why that should have the force of law or the force oh, well, of a rule no, on other no, no, people. No. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's the force of my scorn and the force of my opprobrium. The force of your scorn. Right. And opprobrium. Right. It has nothing to do with law. Right. It merely has to do with my withering glance and my disapproval and my looking <laughs> down my nose at you. As this trend is sort of taken off, you see some guys doing it right and some guys doing it wrong. So I want to get your advice. What is the difference between slim and just like too tight? Not oversized so that you look like you're wearing a pair of dad sweatpants. Right. Also, you don't want them to be so tight that they look like tights. Right. Every once in a while, you'll see that and you're like, ooh. So would we be more into athleisure if we were young people? No, absolutely absolutely not. Because my mom... Because my mom had a pair of flip-flops that she bought to me. She bought me in like 83. And I fucking hated those things. Really? And she would occasionally like say, this is what you wear. I'm like, no, I'm eight. I don't want to wear it. And she would make me wear it. And I would feel ashamed and disgusted. I felt like I was not adhering to my own personal eight-year-old standards if I had to wear them. Really? Also, I had sweatpants and I had, you know, track suits and things like that that my mom gave me. Because she thought I was cute in them. And it's like, I hated it. I hated anything without structure. Absolutely. So hated what did it. what did you what did you wear to school on a typical day when you were say eleven? Oh, the same thing you did. It was jeans, uh, t-shirt, and/or sweater, depending on the weather, and uh, you know sneakers. That's exactly what the uniform was. And you didn't have a problem with that. No, no, that was that was fine. That to me seemed like, in so much as I had any taste, whatever your taste is, that's where the line was, you know. And it there was there was a below it. There was only a few things that went below it, like the the year that I got a belt. I was, I which I felt like this is incredible. This is a great addition to my life. This makes sense. This is it keeps my pants up. It's it's a it's a you know horizontal line of, of it's another fashion element. That's what I and that was probably when I was eleven or twelve. I got a belt. What about you? Uh, I think, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it depends how we define athleisure, but I think I would be into it more because I kind of think I was. Uh, I was into the aspects first of all. I was a total lemming as a kid. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, if, you, if, you mentioned that. That's a, that's if, a light if I if I thought this magic T-shirt will get me approval from the cool kids or whatever, I would ask for that magic T-shirt. I had a Benetton shirt, all that nonsense. So I was I wouldn't say a slave to fashion because I mostly wore shit, but definitely I was I bowed to its power and didn't see through it the way I so cynically do now. The aspect of faking that I'm an athlete, I remember I I wanted Air Jordans, right? I didn't play basketball. You know, I didn't play anything. Um, (laughs) But I wanted to look like I did. Yeah, I wore sweatpants. I don't think I wore them to school, but I probably would wear them if I was like going out running errands with my mom. I mean, I don't have much refinement in terms of taste now, but I have more than I did. I want to I want to backtrack a little here just because I, I meant to bring this up earlier. There was a quote from some stupid article about what why athleisure is popular, and uh, this quote was something like, "People want less maintenance of their clothes. Technology is such a pervasive part of our lives. To want it to want it in our clothes is simply natural." And that was getting at how a lot of these athleisure things are made from uh, you know advanced fibers that require less wear, require less care. And, uh, you know, keep you cooler, keep you warmer, whatever, higher tech clothes. And this is that, again, that's horse shit. Just a load of crap. It's plastic, um, man. It's killing, it's yeah, killing the oceans. It's, just, it's plastic. It's, yeah, oh, yeah. I want more technologically advanced clothing. No, you want something that's comfortable and easy yeah. and that makes you look more healthy than you are. That's it. And today I will tell you about 10 hacks I came up with on how to make any sporty outfit actually look really classy as with the newest athleisure trend that's been visible in the runways a lot and on street style. And the first thing is to just add a blazer on top of anything. I swear it just streamlines your look and looks really, really classy. Okay, so uh, considering mushroom clouds, atomic radiation, disease, (laughs) cyborgs scouring the earth, uh, is athleisure a sign of the apocalypse? 70% 70% no, 30% yes. Okay. 70% no because it's just, it's fashion always, blah, blah, blah. And and because, you know, I am arguing with you that I think there is something positive to be said for the breaking down of elitism barriers. But on the other hand, you know, I used to be a copy editor. I believe in standards. I believe in rules really help people. Um, I I think laziness is a fault. I think effort is a virtue. Um, You know, even with something like fashion, which I don't care about, and I think is overblown, mostly crap, you know, for rich, obnoxious people to pat themselves on their own back, on their backs. Oh, I designed this t-shirt and must see my name in print. You know, fuck you, get over yourself. The fact that we are lowering standards to a point where people look like shit and people are posers and pretending they're healthy and pretending they're active, I do find something uh, distressing about that. What about you, Bill? There is something, I keep saying that we're insidious in this podcast as a general rule. I think that there's a connection between Trump Nation and Flip Flop Nation. I think that when, yeah. you have a, when you have a culture filled with ladies. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, I could be, I want a president who's like me. Yeah, yeah totally. Right. Totally. And, and, you a, and you don't. You don't want a president who's like you because you can't do the job. When you, when you have Lazy Slop Nation and Lazy Slop Nation doesn't give a fuck about what they look like. They don't lose that. They don't leave the house anymore. Lazy Fuck Nation doesn't care about facts. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, lazy fuck nation doesn't care about pants and leggings and, and they don't they don't have the, the you know, does anyone own socks anymore? No. We're stuck in this place where people just don't give a fuck anymore. And I feel like it's you're advertising your apathy. Like the bottom of society has fallen out to the point where so, people are people are wearing lycra sackcloth and that's just it. That's what we're left with. So this is of a piece with the, the graphic I saw of like how to fight depression, don't wear sweatpants. Mm-hmm. That we are a society that is signaling that we're depressed, we've given up. 
We're, we are we are literally we are literally signaling that we're clinically depressed, yeah, even if we, we actually aren't. And we've created a capitalistic market based on the idea that we are encouraging people to do the same thing. That we, we are, we are telling them it's okay to give up. It's it's in, you're encouraged yeah. to wear this flag of surrender, and it's like have fun not doing anything. Have fun profaning. You know, these clothes at one point, for whatever reason, did signal the fact that that was a sweaty person who was in good shape because of effort. It's like wearing a Harvard uh, slate cap and gown. Every day of your life when you fucking just went to community yeah. college. Well, that is Trump the Trump Nation, too. Trump, who claims he got an MBA from Wharton, where mm. really he did two years of his undergraduate degree at Penn. But I feel like our brothers and sisters can't comport themselves with dignity anymore. And if it's not in public, then it's online. And it's all these right. things which indicate that the idea of us communicating with ourselves with any kind of compassion or humanity <sighs> is, it's, it's is nearly horrible. lost for a generation. It's horrible. Horrible, right. horrible, how, horrible. How about this? Let me let me change yeah. gears really quickly and just yeah. say, I don't again, I don't want people to have to do do these things i want people to want to do them but have you been yeah. to a restaurant recently with a jacket requirement for gentlemen oh i have oh I, my oh god we should have my mom on this because she complains about the shit constantly yeah my in-laws she, do too exactly she Look, flips I, I, out if we're at a restaurant not even a jacket thing but like a decent restaurant and a guy's wearing like shorts and a baseball mm-hmm. cap she goes I think that's terrible. I hate it too, and it's like there are a few, there are very few restaurants that actually have the strict requirement in New York, and I've only ever been to one, La Grande Oui, uh, which is one of the old school French places up in Midtown. Right. But a lot of the restaurants do explicitly state jackets for men, and people show up wearing whatever. No one enforces it anymore. At the grocery store, the school pickup line, the gym, athleisure is everywhere. It's becoming one of the biggest fashion trends for men and women because it's sporty, stylish, and above all, comfortable. And it's got a stupid word. Uh (laughs) All right. Is our dislike of athleisure and perhaps, in my case, the entire fashion business and perhaps in your case, the entire lowering of American standards is our (laughs) grousing about these things the result of of jealousy and envy? Mm. No jealousy, man. This is just tricky. Really? Me, me being sad aesthetically that I'm – if somebody came out and let's say every single car started to look like the Russian Lada. I'm not a car guy, but it's just a, a broad example where any sort of aesthetic value of, of judgment of, of, of design – uh, was just abandoned in favor of these boxy things that were put out in Soviet Russia. You'd say, boy, that's a goddamn shame, man. It's ugly. Or if yeah. every single building in New York looked like it was but brutalist. It's, but it's like not it was every in- single, man. I mean, you you can still wear nice clothes. There are still people who wear nice clothes. There's a zillion-dollar industry that is centered on nice clothes. It's I mean, actually it's there. Harder- it's part of our society. It's not banished to the utter fringes. There are some things, and I'll tell you, this is an only in Bill Scurry's life uh, question. I'll, I'll, I'll pull back the curtain for you guys. Just this week in the post-Christmas, uh, you know, sort of post-holiday rush, I was looking at menswear shops, looking for a lapel notch florette to put in my sport jacket. Oh, my God. You are the uh, – okay. And, and this I was looking for lapel, a selection. I wanted- a lapel notch florette? Yes, I wanted oh something to, to, you know, instead of putting like a boutonniere, for instance, because, you know, that's that's a right. piece of plant life. I wanted right. a crocheted element to to put inside the, the, the boutonniere okay. hole on yes. my lapel, they, my jacket. They, they sell it. They sell it next to the spats. OK, you can find the, it's it is so hard to find. Because oh, these things- God, you, you are so persecuted, my friend. 
It's not persecuted. It has to do with the fact that this is something that I just can't find it because there's so little okay. cause for it. I mean, do you realize how much of a first world problem that sounds like? Of course. No, I, it's a I had it's to a go a, 20 minutes out of my way to get the thing that most people have never heard of. It's a total. Well, that's but that's why you're you know what you just said. The reason why most people have never heard of it is why I had to go 20 minutes oh, out of the yeah, way for it's it. A, it's a it's a vicious circle, my friend. It's a vicious circle. Well, anyway, it's, so it's, what about you? What about your oh, oh, total jealousy. I mean, look, the athleisure thing I don't think is jealousy, but but my hatred of fashion is a lot of jealousy. And this is something I talk about a lot because I think most fashion designers are doing jack shit and fashion is an, is an in, is industry that, you know, like I said, uh, like like fashion shows, the, the people who don't look like human beings and look boring, you know, they never have smiles on their faces. Why are there fashion models? Why don't we just use fucking mannequins? You know, people who look like aliens, who who look who who look like I don't want to spend any time with them, wearing clothes that no human being would look normal wearing. Like, why is this a thing? I feel like I put a lot of effort into my work, and I don't get a fraction of this attention. So sure, I'm fucking jealous. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I understand that. Yep. So. I will say this though, as a bit of a preview. We, before we started recording today, we, we pretty much agreed on what our next topic would be. And I won't say what it's going to be. I will say it's something that I love. And you, is it fair to say you love it as well? Or do yeah, you yeah. Love it? I, I like it quite a bit, yes. You like it quite a bit. I love mm -hmm. it. So our next episode will be, will be very positive. So if you would like to find past bilious deposits of arguments <laughs> of two guys squabbling amongst each it's, other. It's good for fertilizer. Look on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. And visit us at I Don't Get It Podcast.com. Go to iTunes and give us a review. I'm on Twitter at William Scurry, and I'm busy contributing to podcasts all over the place. Yeah, you've, been, you've on, been on a roll, right? You've been I've been a, a busy lot. boy. Yeah. yeah, I was on uh, a sister podcast of ours, Wrong Real, run by good old boy James Hancock. We talked about yeah. Caddyshack in a mix room full of people. and that was I, a, I have to listen to that. Even though I don't like Caddyshack that much, I have to listen to that. Yeah, it's a good conversation. Friend of the show, Kevin yeah. Marr, was there, and uh, we had a good time. Um, yeah, Noah Tarno, where are you at? Uh, as always, I'm all about the big quiz thing. America's finest providers of custom trivia uh, events nationwide. Uh, so learn more at bigquizthing.com, and uh, you know if it's about trivia, we can make it. We can make it happen for you. Me and Noah got to put on our basic uniform of leggings and go out and get a Starbucks because that's yes. what we do on a Saturday afternoon. And we are Americans. We are okay. Americans. We are a Marshall. Yes. Until next time, I do not get it. Neither do I. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2018.